Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. Of course, it's always wonderful to be with you every week, but especially during these trying times, challenging times. It's a special joy, and it's one of the things, you know, one of the things that you probably, um, like I am, in that one of the things that, um, you know, that that's important to us right now are things that um, that remain normal, if you will. <laughs> uh, consistency, you know, things have been being so disrupted in everybody's life, some more than others, some dramatically more than others. But it's great to continue to still come together every week and have these little conversations that we have right here on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. I have a great show for you today. We have some outstanding guests. Of course, a consistent theme throughout our program will be this new reality we're all dealing with, uh, but we don't want to overemphasize that or over-dramatize it, so we're going to continue to talk about things that are continuing to happen right here in our community and everybody's everyday life. Our first guest, and we'll join him in just a moment, will be Mr. Chris Wester. He's the executive director of Central Florida Prep, and he's going to tell us, you know, bring us up to date on things that are happening at Central Florida Prep. There are a lot of interesting, exciting things that are happening, and as they, you know, deal with these new realities that we have, they're, you know, forging right ahead and adapting and coming up with some new solutions. Later in our show, we'll hear from Mr. Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. And Derek will have some specific thoughts about the way that our, you know, I guess the political uh, fallout, if you will, or, uh, you know, conversation that's happening now um, you know, with, with the COVID-19 crisis. And then later we look forward to hear also speaking with Mr. Demetrius Virgos from our friends over at Sheila Auto Repair. I do want to let you know that Sheila Auto Repair is remains open for business, and they're there to take care of your vehicle, whether it's uh, you've got a, a serious problem that you're dealing with right now, or if um, you just need to uh, to take take this time to get get it serviced. Before we go to Chris Wester, I want to, of course, let you know that our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new nine AM nine fifty FM ninety four point nine The Answer are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions is a local family-owned business, and they were founded on the foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customers. Florida Door Solutions is also an officially designated essential business, and they are open for business right now on the front lines of keeping our economy moving. And, of course, they are taking all of the recommended precautions and safety measures uh, to protect their customers and their employees. The safety of their customers, employees, is their number one priority always for Florida Door Solutions. That, of course, our program and all the programs right here in our stations are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 15 years in a row. And also, of course, want to let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic are still on the front lines of serving their patients during the COVID-19 crisis, of course, and of course, taking all of the recommended precautions, safety precautions, and preventative measures. Now, let's go to Chris Wester of Central Florida Prep. Hello, Chris. Hey, Roger. Thank you for having me on your show today. I appreciate it. hope all your listeners are, are safe and haven't been adversely affected by COVID-19. And again, just really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to reach out to me again and give me the opportunity to talk a little bit about education and Central Florida Prep School. You're welcome. It's always great to have you share with our listeners, and you always have new information and relevant information. And we, I know you've got a lot of that today. You know, the world has changed. You were only... It's only been a few weeks since you joined us last on the show, but the world has changed dramatically. I would say literally every single person who is listening to our conversation today's life has changed significantly. Others, you know, incredibly dramatically. 
Uh, and, uh, and the first question, I think it's a relevant question. Can you bring us up to date? Tell us what you're doing at Central Florida Prep um, you know, to adapt and to adjust to this new environment. Of course, to refresh our listeners, you were in the process um, of moving your campus into a brand, what will be a brand new facility in Apopka. And can you talk about just uh, where you stand right now, where the move stands, and what you're doing right now on a daily basis to, ser- to continue to, to educate, to serve your your students and their families? Sure. Um, well, as you said, the last two weeks have, have changed everything. It's been a game changer for just about every school and, uh, and really every entity out there. Um, our construction, as far as our, our new site in Emerson Point, is, is still on schedule. Um, you know, the crews are still out there working, so uh, we're excited about moving into our new home, which we'll be moving into in, in August um, of this year. So excited about that. That hasn't uh, you know slowed in our in our anticipation and excitement. Certainly haven't been dampered. Um, but you know, with the last two weeks and uh, what seems to be you know daily um, updates and informations and changes. Um, it certainly has changed the way in which we are imparting information to our students and making sure that their learning needs are being met. Um, uh, most schools have devised a distance learning program. Um, we're fortunate at CFP in that our students from grades 1 through 12th grade um, have laptops already. Um, so that's something that we, we have a digital curriculum at our school. So uh, that has continued. What has changed and what's very exciting, honestly, and you have to find silver linings in, in situations like this, is that we are using virtual meetings um, to meet with our students for every single class period. So our curriculum is being taught by our instructors uh, live via the Internet um, for every class period every day. And so um, that is, you know, it's been received very, very well by our parents and students. Uh, we went live um, last week and uh, we'll continue live until, um, you know, the, the state and county and other agencies allow us to, to get back into school. But um, like I said, our, our students and families have been very pleased uh, with the progress. They, they feel like it's been a pretty seamless transition. And, um, and our kids are getting a chance to see their teachers every day for their full class period, you know, full 50 minutes. Um, that's, you know, that's a little, maybe a little bit more unique, but um, we, we prepped as well as we could, and um, we're excited with the results at this point. It's great. Great to hear that you're uh, you largely still on track and forging ahead, uh, dealing with these, this very challenging situation, and thank you for that update. Now, Chris, I think now would be an excellent time uh, because we have new listeners. You know, you've joined us several times, um, but um, we have new listeners every single week. Give us a little uh, overview once again of Central Florida Prep, uh, your founding, your mission, and uh, the ways that you've been serving the Central Florida community um, here in the in the last several decades. Sure, uh, we're celebrating our 30th anniversary this year. So Central Florida Prep is a nonprofit private school uh, serving um, all you know all different types of families in our communities. Um, you know, again, we've been here 30 years. Uh, we're an established school. Uh, we are relocating to the Apopka area, as I said, um, and that will open up. Will open up in August of this year. Uh, the mission of the school: um, Rowena Flanders um, and Bob Flanders opened the school back in 1990, and their mindset was that not every child learns the same way. So give each child what they need to be successful. So um, we individualize our education for every student, um, which allows our students to, um, you know, we feel maximize their full potential, and the results bear that out. Um, You know, we have some of the highest SAT and ACT averages uh, in the area. Our students, our graduating students, matriculate to the finest universities. Um, And in, in general, the culture of the school, when you have an individualized model, uh, the culture of the school is very community-oriented and driven. So, um, you know, we feel like the heart of the school um, is in the right place and making sure that students, you know, it's always student first. Um, our mission has always been to uh, to make sure that students are receiving what they need. Um, and that will continue uh, even as we grow. And that's one of the reasons the impetus for our move um, from the Gotha area to Apopka. Uh, we're building a brand-new school. Uh, with all the bells and whistles, um, you know, again, two STEM labs, a greenhouse. Um, we'll have athletic fields, gymnasium. Uh, we're moving to Apopka because we've outgrown our space. And, and thankfully, it's a, you know, a good time for us to get into Apopka. Um, we love the Apopka 
the community. Uh, we've been welcomed with open arms. It has been a wonderful um, you know, transition for us, and we're really excited to get into our new home and, and to start to educate new families that are in the Apopka area and the surrounding areas. No, well, thank you for, for this uh, update. Um, we're going to go to break here in a, a, a minute, a couple minutes, uh, a minute or two. But when we come back, we'll continue to speak with Mr. Chris Westry, Executive Director of Central Florida Prep. Before we go back to Chris, though, and before we go to that break, I want to give you another word from another great company that are still on the front lines of helping to keep our community moving, and that is Glenn Tatum Septic Service. Of course, listeners of our program have come to know that the mission of Glenn Tatum Septic Service is to provide their customers and community with a company whose top priority is professionalism, courtesy, and quality, while also creating new and lasting relationships through honesty, integrity, and hard work. Glenn Tatum Septic offering 24-hour emergency service. You can find out more at TatumSeptic.com. That's TatumSeptic.com. And I, just the uh, the word from Glenn Tatum Septic, just gives me a thought that, you know, there there are certain you know many <laughs> essential functions in life uh, that will continue on regardless of whether we're having a. Um, international health crisis or any kind of a crisis or hurricane or whatever. Um, you know, life does not just grind to a halt. And there are certain businesses that are on the forefront of helping us you know, solve these kinds of problems when they arise. And Glen Tatum Septic is one of those that's right out there on the front lines. And so I really salute them uh, for continuing to continuing to work and serve their customers, especially serve their customers in emergency situations during this difficult time. And you know, we'd mentioned that, of course, one the, the principal mission of Glenn Tatum Septic is to establish new and lasting relationships through honesty, integrity, and hard work. As I've gotten to know Glenn Tatum over these last several months, I can assure you personally, firsthand, that that's exactly the kind of uh, people uh, person Glenn Tatum is and the great people at Glenn Tatum Septic are people that you can trust, people that will work hard to serve you. Well, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll be back with Chris Wester. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Always wonderful to be with you, especially in these trying times, make it even more special. Hope you're enjoying the program right now. We're speaking with Mr. Chris Wester. He's the executive director of Central Florida Prep School, and uh, they'll be opening their plan, plan to open their brand new campus in the Apopka area in August for the 2020-2021 school year. They are continuing to operate now and uh, with virtual learning and uh, virtual open houses and a lot of other uh, things to do as they're adapting to this current situation. We'll go back to Chris in just a moment. Before we do, I want to let you know that later in our program, we'll hear from Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. And Derek has some specific thoughts he'd like to share with us today. And of course, it's always great to hear about Thompson Jewelers as well on our stations. And then I will speak with Demetrius Virgos of Sheeler Auto Repair. Sheeler Auto Repair, open for business, on the front lines of keeping our community moving. Before we go back to Chris Wester, I want to let you know about another company that is on the front lines of keeping our community moving, and that is a Popka Mower and Equipment Repair. As you've come to know, a Popka Mower and Equipment Repair is your one-stop center for all your lawn and garden needs in the Greater Apopka, Northwest Orange County, West Orange County, and South Lake County and South Seminole County areas. They're, of course, the home of steel, outdoor power equipment products, and other top-line products and equipment in the outdoor power equipment industry. They're located at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's also known as Highway 441, just north of Apopka, between Plymouth Serena Road and the 429. 
Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And you can find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Now back to Mr. Chris Wester, Executive Director of Central Florida Prep. Now, Chris, as we've talked about before, when you joined us, you've got a, a very varied background, uh, which I think you know, prepares you um, in many different ways, excellently, for your role as a leader of Central Florida Prep. And uh, But one of those parts of your background is you served as a classroom teacher and, and also specifically uh, as a history teacher. Now, obviously, the, the crises that we're in now... As I've said before, I don't like usually like to use the word crises because usually it's overblown and exaggerated. I, I cer- it's certainly not exaggerated now, um, and, a, and it's you know, obviously a word that's, that fits the situation we have now. Do you, can you? Um, and we were t- we were talking the other day about Winston Churchill off the air and you know the, his lead, great leadership for um, Great Britain and for the Allies, specifically for Great Britain uh, in the earliest days of World War II when they came under attack from Nazi Germany. Can you just uh, share a little bit about your days as a history teacher, and can you uh, think uh, draw some analogies that you might like to share with us about these trying times and 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 other great leaders who have have have, de- have dealt with these kinds of crises in world history? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, history is a uh, is a passion. It has been since I was young. My uh, my father, uncle, and brother um, all taught history, whether it be at universities or, um, you know, in the high school setting. So uh, it's a real passion for me. And and I know as we discussed and you said, uh, we talked off air about, you know, Winston Churchill and, um, you know, during the Blitz in London, how he would come on to the radio uh, just about every evening, very similar to Roosevelt's fireside chats in the U.S. during the war um, and and provide hope, you know, the, the overwhelming um, thing in times of need and in crisis like these is that people don't feel like they're alone. Um, that you know there there is a collective of people, whether it be a country or a group, that is banding together, um, and we'll we'll see this through, and we'll you know um, we'll eventually triumph over whether it be a, a foreign power or in this case a, a virus. So um, yeah, there are a lot of parallels to draw. Obviously, the most common parallel is uh, you know the Spanish flu, Spanish influenza, which hit you know in the early 1900s, um, and uh, you know I think. You know, if if folks, I, I, you know, if, if I can uh, offer any advice, I would say that you know, um, you know, community is most important now. Uh, finding community and and staying together and and trying to to keep uh, routines and a sense of normalcy are are typically things that uh, in any crisis, um, whether it be governments or individuals, want to, to try to keep some sense of normalcy, and that's follow those routines. You know, still try to to do the things that you're able to do. Um, and you know, throughout history, that has, has gotten a lot of people through some very trying times. And, you know, and collectively, we'll get through this together as well. Uh, you know, it's going to take a little time, but we'll, we'll get through this. And uh, I have no doubt, um, you know, one of the things that, that we're, you know, trying to do with the school, because, you know, things change dramatically, as you know, Roger, and everything's kind of come in a lot of ways to a grinding halt as far as, um socialization, um, you know, staying active on social media and providing new ways for uh, for people to connect is really important. And um, one of the things that we're doing at, at our school is uh, we're providing virtual tours of our school. It used to be that, you know, you'd come out with your family and visit the school and meet the staff and, and get a chance to kind of weigh your options as to whether or not you felt like it was a good fit. Well, you know, we feel like, um, you know, that that's still a really important process, but it's one that we can uh, at least cover most, check most of the boxes through a virtual tour. And so um, we are allowing folks to set up appointments with us. They can take, prospective families can take tours of our school. They get to meet um, our head of school virtually, our uh, admissions coordinator, our individual teachers actually um, you know, get on either Skype calls or um, Zoom meeting um, you know, video chats with prospective families so that everyone can get a sense of what CFP offers because, you know, through, most families are looking for next year and where they're going to place their children. It, it, that, you know, that, that issue, that concern has still not been alleviated um, based on everything that's happened. In fact, it's, it's actually heightened a lot of families. And we've gotten some really positive feedback from families saying, thank you for doing this, that, you know, not every school is doing this. And, um, you know, they're excited to get to know more about CFP. 
um, and, and learn what Central Florida Prep School offers. And so these virtual tours are really easy uh, for families to sign up for. They can um, simply go to our Facebook page, uh, which is Central Florida Prep School, and on there there's an event section where they can sign up um, to, um, you know, to, to request a virtual tour or um, and what's really cool, Rogers, we actually have virtual open houses. So um, we're going to have, you know, on our, our conference calls, our virtual conference calls, we're going to have, you know, current parents, administrators, teachers, they're all going to be part of these virtual open houses that we're holding every two weeks, every Friday. Um, so the first one is this Friday, April 3rd, from 4 to 5 p.m. Again, um, all parents have to do if they're interested in CFP and want to attend an open house. There's, there, again, no commitment. Uh, it's just information that we're providing. Um, they go on to Facebook click on the event and, and stipulate that they're interested in coming and uh, you know we'll get them we'll get them in and, and give them the you know the, the, the virtual password to, to join us and we're excited to have them join us um, you know in, in times like this as I said before it's important to know that um, communities are still vibrant and that uh, people are still communicating and so um, virtual tours and virtual open houses are one way that, that CFP is is still answering the need of many of our families, prospective families, um, that are looking to place their child in a school but don't really know how to do that at this stage. And it's really simple. You can go to cfprep.org uh, and get a, an individual one-on-one uh, virtual tour, or you can join us for an open house. And again, those start on April 3rd. They're every Friday from 4 to 5 p.m., every other Friday, sorry, from 4 to 5 p.m. starting on eight, this Friday, April 3rd. No, that's great. Thank you for sharing that great information with us. And I'm impressed with the way that that uh, you and your colleagues at, at Central Florida Prep are adapting to the you know the, the challenges that are coming at you so uh, so quickly. And uh, and that's exactly I think the key to what we all really need to do is think in terms of you know try as hard as we can. And I know it's difficult not to get bogged down in in the instability that's hitting us, the challenges that are hitting us, the the negative you know feelings that those generate, but also to think of how we need to adapt and think differently and, uh, you know, look for that uh, ray of sunshine, that ray of hope or ray of opportunity out there. And that reminds me of the quote that we, you and I were talking about um, off the air the other day, and that's uh, from Winston Churchill, where he said, uh, a famous quote from Winston Churchill was where he said to, um, we should all try to train our minds to where we can see, look for the opportunity in every challenge. And that's uh, obviously a great piece of wisdom at any time, but especially now, it's maybe we, there's something we can learn there. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's a tough, tough hand that we've been dealt, obviously, with COVID-19, but um, there are silver linings to this as well. I mean, I'm not by any means minimizing uh, the health risks that are out there, but um, you have to see, as you said, and obviously Churchill is one of the most quoted uh, leaders of all time. Um, but um, see the challenge in it and, and see if we can persevere together. I think the key is, is staying together as a community and, and, you know, having communication, making sure people aren't isolated. I think a lot of folks feel isolated in their homes. Um, and if we can get out and, um, you know, at least digitally and communicate with others, then um, it's going to provide us um, a little bit more normalcy. Um, and, and right now, uh, I think we could all use a little bit more community in general. We could have used a lot more community probably even you know, long before COVID-19 came along. Um, but this is allowing us to, um, to examine, you know, um, keeping our family safe, number one, but uh, to reach out to others so, um, so that we're not in isolation. Well, thank you. It's great to speak with you. We've got a couple minutes before we have to go. Anything else you'd like to share? No, again, uh, if there's anything um, that Central Florida Prep School can do, even guidance for, for families that may not um, even be looking necessarily for a new school for next year, um, we're happy to try to point people in the right direction. Um, you know, again, we are a nonprofit private school. Our goal is to be a pillar of the community and to assist in our community in any way we can. So if you have any listeners that just have general education questions or would like to, uh, you know, like to learn more about our school, um, you know, either or, we're happy to help. Again, um, our, our school website is cfprep.org. Uh, again, cfprep.org. And on Facebook, we're Central Florida Prep. Uh, it's easy to find us, um, but we'd be happy to answer any questions that your listeners may have and certainly uh, provide tours for those that may be interested in finding the right fit uh, 
Um, you know, our motto at CFP is that every child is known, loved, and challenged. Um, and we want to help our, our, our community at large, but also um, help families that are looking for the, um, you know, for a great school setting with low student-teacher ratios. Um, that, that's our primary purpose is to, you know, again, provide an excellent education um, to people from all walks of life. And oftentimes people hear the word private and they think, well, it's going to be far too expensive for me, but you'd be surprised with what we can do uh, to assist families um, that, that may need uh, a little additional assistance. And it's as simple as, you know, filling out a tour request on our website, again, at cfp.org, or giving us a call and asking general information questions. We're happy to answer those, too, because I know there are a lot of questions that families have uh, relating to their children right now who oftentimes yeah. are stuck at home. Chris, Chris you have to jump in here. Our, we got a hard break coming up. Yep. But, you know, thank you for joining us, sure. and we look forward to speaking with you soon. Friends, stay with All us. Right, thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. On the thank Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today during these difficult, uh, challenging times. We um, very, very happy that you can join us. It's uh, as I said before uh, to maintain some kind of stability during the kind of turbulence that we are kind of experiencing on a daily basis is, is, is a real blessing and it's a special blessing to be able to spend this time with you today. And I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you with these great guests that we have today. I hope you enjoyed Chris Wester, executive director of central Florida prep. And I found it somewhat inspiring to see how Chris and the great people at, at central Florida prep are just continuing to march on, on to adapt, to continue to plan for the opening of their new school in August of 2020 in Apopka and actually preparing on a daily basis to um, for that uh, opening um, right now. Also, the virtual tours they're conducting, the virtual open house they're planning. These are all great uh, ways and great examples of, I guess, processing this current difficult situation and, and adapting to it and continuing to, to move forward. Just a moment, we're going to go to Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. Derek's got a, lo- a variety of things to share with us today. But right now, I want to, of course, remind you that Network Sound and Video is still open for business and are still working hard to preserve your precious memories and to make sure that they will last forever on updated technology. Network Sound and Video, in fact, now is a great time since many People have a little bit more time than normal. Some have a lot more time, depending on your job or your industry, um, to do those things that we always want to do and never quite get around to doing. And one of those is to compile our precious memories, our photographs, our the things we have on outdated things like 8mm film or the VH1 tapes or even 8-track uh, tapes or whatever, cassette tapes, whatever kind of outdated media they might be on. Uh, and get them updated to current technology so that we can enjoy them once again. And also now, through the magic of modern technology, share those much more easily with our loved ones around the country and around the world. That's Network Sound and Video, Vito and Rhonda. You can find them at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. You can also call them at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. Or, of course, you can find them 24-7-365 at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Now let's go to Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. Derek, great to be with you today. Thank you for joining us today. Well, Roger, uh, thank you for having me. Uh some incredible times we're living in, but a good talk to a good friend. So how you been doing? I've been doing okay. You know, just, uh, of course, praying a lot, trying to uh, navigate these difficult circumstances. Um, you know, I'm a little frustrated in that, you know, I have been of the opinion, and of course I'm not a doctor, but some of the so-called precautionary measures I feel are a little too extreme. Or, or a lot too extreme in some cases, um, and I just and I've and I've seen some evidence of 
political agendas, especially from the left, and especially, there's no other way to put it, from Democrat elected officials. In fact, and what I mean by that is it seems, from what I have seen and heard, that the the people, two groups of people that are that are that are hyping this crisis and exaggerating it and and creating a, an atmosphere of of sensationalism and doom and gloom sensationalism are the media, of course. What else do we expect from the mainstream media? Uh, I will say they are at a, at a new low. Uh, from my perspective right now, the way they're handling this, but also a certain, if, if not a lot of a Democrat elected officials seem to be um, utilizing this as, as Rahm Emanuel, uh, former mayor of Chicago, Democrat said so well, an advisor to the Clintons, uh, you never want to see a good crisis go to waste in politics when you can use it to drive home your agenda. So anyway, that's one thing I've been frustrated about, but, but can you, first of all, can you bring it? Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, yeah, Roger here. And I appreciate you since you're dealing with it on the local level. On uh, we have stores in Orange and Osceola County, and uh, I elected not even elect not all elected officials, but bureaucrats decided what businesses were essential and what businesses were non-essential. So they shut down many small businesses. And remember, we were as a business were following all the CDC requirements. We were allowing one or two people in the store at a time. We were doing everything that was required by us, and which it is a lot of good things. It's how we all overcome this and have victory in it. We were following all that, but then elected officials had set up boards to decide what businesses were essential and non-essential. And I think they don't understand when they will shut the economy down, it will be those officials that send us into the Great Depression, not the virus. No, I agree. And I, that kind of sums up what you said, summed up, I think, better than I did. My greatest concern and my greatest concern is what's the the effects on our American economy, completely shutting down our economy to a large extent and even our local economy um, as well. And, um, you know, I, you know, I just I, I know that's going to have some 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 very negative, if not devastating aftershocks. Um, and to me, the the and that's why I. I'm concerned about an overreaction on the part of government uh, because, th- to me, the biggest fear that we have, the biggest threat that we have, are, are the um, effects of the economy being shut down th- uh, as opposed to the COVID-19 threat. Exactly, and you're right. And I'm not – if you live maybe in New York City and there's a couple other places where it is just devastating, maybe you do have to shut everything down. Uh, you know, that's for each individual city to decide. But then when you come along and they're basically shutting down a county, it's still people are all out. They're going to the stores, everything. But they just decide because they, I think, want to make more of a statement that they're doing something versus actually doing something that they care about the people is what I'm afraid they're doing. No, I agree. You certainly see cases of grandstanding. And um, and I think uh, we'll just I'll just put this out here, just a factual comment and statement is that of course, Orange County and Osceola County, which just so happen to be the two counties that you, where your stores are located, and it affects you directly right between the eyes, um, elected officials have chosen to, I guess, I don't know the official term, but shut those counties down, uh, whereas none of the other counties in Central Florida have done that. So personally, and I just have to uh, to wonder if this is a, some have some political uh, grandstanding uh, motivations attached to it. And, and that's, that's well, the way I see it, frankly. that they will. Yes, I think you're, you're right. They want to just say they're doing something. And I believe that's more the reason they're doing it. Now, can you talk a little bit more practically about Thompson Jewelers? Because I enjoy getting these anecdotes from the front lines, real-world situations of how uh, you know, our friends and, and our uh, sponsors are dealing with this, and you've been hit harder than most in that, if I understand correctly, they've actually cl- cl- you know, caused you to close your store, right? Yes, they came in. And, you know, I'm the type of person that I don't need government's help. I've never used government help. Government help is, I'm one of those constitutional government is limited for a reason. But when the government comes in and stops your right to be able to work, that is like a to me, a constitutional right. I wasn't, once again, I was following all the CDC requirements. We were allowing one and two people at our store at a time. Uh, We were 
state distancing. We were doing, you know, uh, cleaning far beyond what is normal and what you're required to do. We were following all the laws, but yet then bureaucrats came in and shut our ability down to work. And remember, uh, if you're not affected right now, when you shut one part of the economy down, it affects, it's a ripple effect across the whole economy. You know that, how that works. And, and that to me, that's the thing that I'm most afraid of, is uh, the economy was humming right along, and uh, now it's um, you're being ground to a halt in many cases, and um, you just I just you know, shudder to think, really, I mean, not to be negative, but I mean, facts are facts, how, what the ultimate implication of this is, and then, you know, it's... I just have to put it out there because I this is something on my mind and I think it's relevant. Particularly specifically in terms of the media, it seems like there you know there um, people are, there are certain element are pleased that that we're in deal in dealing with this crisis specifically an economic crisis and I certainly can see uh, via social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, mainstream media reports, um, certain uh, Democrat elected officials, uh, people that seem to uh, want the economy to crash so that it'll, it'll possibly have a damaging um, political uh, uh, residual for, for, for Donald Trump and his reelection as president. So that's one thing that I, to me, that's the most disturbing thing I've seen from all of this, along with the, the economy being ground to a halt like it is. I know, you know, that's a shame because in the old days, and you know history very well, too. We've talked a lot about history. But whenever we were, America stood against a crisis, Republicans and Democrats, independents, came together to support the president. That was the American thing to do. That doesn't mean they may disagree or be able to speak out something. But in general, they came together to support the president. We see so little of that from the Democratic Party right now. And uh, that is a shame. Because you can say, hey, I may have done something differently than he's doing but you still should support him. Absolutely, and um, and that's that's uh, one of the you know, one of the real downsides and, and sad parts of this situation is so many people are try- attempting to use it mm-hmm. for for a partisan political agenda to score partisan political points. As I said, and, and of course, and if you look, and you know, as, as most many, if not all, of our listeners know that that's just part of the left strategy. Um, Rahm Emanuel said it best back in the days when he was an advisor to uh, the Clintons, uh, when they, you know, when Bill Clinton was in the White House, and then later as governor, he later became uh, mayor of, of Chicago, and uh, and he was a well-known political operative before um, on the Democrat side before he became mayor of Chicago. But right. his quote You're was, right. "You never in politics, you never want to." let a good crisis go to waste. And what he meant by that, you want to be able to use a crisis to drive home your political agenda, to get things done when people are afraid and dealing with, with terrible disruptions in their life. He, you know, his perspective, hey, that's a, what a great political opportunity uh, to, to get things done that we normally couldn't uh, shove down people's throats. So, you know, and I think that's that's part of this whole environment uh, that we're dealing with. So this is a, a news talk station. We talk politics on the station, so we might as well just address it. But, exactly right. You know, Roger, also we were talking about history. There was a sign in history back during World War II. You remember when darkness spread across the world and the Adolf Hitler and Nazi Germany seek to take over the whole world, and then America came in and rallied the free people of the world together? You know what the sign of victory was for the world during World War II? It was that B victory sign. And you know what? I've been greeting a lot of people. I know we're not supposed to shake hands. So when I tell, look at somebody, I show them that B victory sign. Because, you know, because of America, America is going to lead the way to victory over this unforeseen enemy yep. that we're now facing. It's always what we've done before. will lead the way. So I'm asking everyone, when you meet somebody, post it on your Facebook or text it to somebody, do selfies, and do that B for victory sign. And I started on your radio station, and hopefully a lot of people, it'll catch on, and it'll be a sign of hope for people out there who are afraid because of, especially what everyone's pushing it, they act like it's going to be the end of the world. So it's a, it's the sign of encouragement. Be the victory song. Great message, Derek. We've got to go to our break right now. Please stay with us. When we come back, we'll continue to be joined by Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers, and we look forward to being joined by Demetrius Burgos of Sheeler Auto Repair on today's Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, 
back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. And this is my time. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today during these difficult times, especially wonderful to share these crises moments with you and to have you here to, to talk about um, our daily lives and how they much they've changed and maybe even a little ray of hope for the future. But um, particularly today, we're talking about how real people, real businesses, you know, our friends, our sponsors are dealing with, um, you know, these various situations, some of which make things very, very difficult for business. We just heard from Derek and Derek's still with us of Thompson Jewelers. They've actually been shut down, uh, been closed by Orange County and Osceola County. Personally, I feel this is a little bit of a re- overreaction. A lot of business out there that have been um, deemed essential businesses are c- conducting business safely and helping to keep the economy moving and helping to serve serve people uh, with real things that they, they need to have help with. Right now, we're pleased also to be joined by Demetrius of Demetrius Virgos of Sheeler Auto Repair. And Demetrius, thank you for joining us. Thank you for, and, um, and Derek's still with us, but uh, Demetrius, great, great to have you joining us today. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Pleasure, pleasure calling in and being on your show, Roger. Thank you. Now, can you tell us about um, how things are affected for you? And as far as I understand correctly, you have been deemed as, a, as an essential business and you are open for business. Yeah, it's um, it, you know, uh, you know, we had a we had a really uh, strong march and uh, the first two weeks and it's what helped us along. But the last two weeks of March, we start seeing the real effects from the pandemic and uh, you know a lot of uh, the the amount of phone calls that we take in a day and the foot traffic that comes in has been uh, probably more than cut in half. Um, and I think what's scary for most people. Uh, you know, I have I have some relatives here that have a couple of restaurants, and then like Derek over here. I mean, the the, the, the businesses that are actually shut down. Um, it's just a very uh, it's a very unnerving time right now for a lot of businesses because even the essential businesses. I mean, in order for us to thrive, we're going to need people that are able to go out and collect paychecks and make money to be able to do what they need to do to their vehicles. So. The snowball effect that it has on everybody, despite the fact that we're allowed to be open, I'm still feeling the adverse effects from the whole thing. So it's just a, a time of the unknown. Um, you know, the president announced that there's another month of this, um, you know, quarantine or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, we, we had hurricanes and we had 911 and, you know, you see the mess and you got to clean it up and, you you know, you target when you can get back to normal. But, uh this is something that we've never seen in our lifetime. And it's, 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 like I said, it's very unnerving for all of us. Let's go back to Derek Hicks. Now, Derek, can you talk about just what are you, what have you been observing from your friends and, and, and business associates and, and you know, people you know from church and in your community and so forth? Well, once again, uh, as you were speaking about earlier, it's having a ripple effect on everyone, even the businesses now that are still open. They were doing great, by the way. The Trump economy was incredible. We were booming like we've never been in years, and then all of a sudden this happened. So, but now it is even people that are still open are telling me the businesses are down dramatically. You know, and I just have to throw this out here, and um, you know, one of the things that that disturbs me about this whole situation is that it seemingly all of the so-called preventative measures. Uh, or if you want to look at it, actual preventative measures um, that are being touted all essentially inhibit the the freedom of citizens and empower government, bring more power to government, such as what's happening in Orange and Osceola right now, government shutting down businesses literally under the guise of this uh, pandemic. And so I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I got a kind of a, a creepy feeling that there might be more going on here than just a, the, the medical implications and precautions of a pandemic. But um, anyway, that that's purely my opinion, but it's based on observation, especially some of the people that seem to be thrilled <laughs> that, that this situation has occurred and primarily the mainstream media and, and certain uh, Democrat elected officials. You know, I'll, I'll let you get both of you guys' comment. We'll go to, to, to Demetrius first. Well, I think, you know, you, you can't help but wonder if you've been involved in the, you know, if you keep up with politics and you have since Donald Trump came down that escalator and, and, and you know, all the 
things that we've been through in the last three years instead of trying to improve our country. We've had a president that, you know, he's been really unparalleled as far as what he was able to accomplish with, with not even the House. Uh, a tireless worker, uh, as Derek mentioned, the stock market was thriving. Uh, we set records the last three years in a row um, uh, business. You know, I would have people call me up and say, we could improve your website, you know, get more business. And I go, really? I'm sorry. I, just, I don't have a problem with that right now. So it's just, you can't help if you keep up with things and you keep up with the, the, the pressure on China with the trade and everything. I, You know, I know a lot of people say it's just conspiracy theories, but and you do see it in the media. You know, the media sensationalizes the whole thing. I, I really firmly believe the H1N1 was a lot worse. There was 63 million people hospitalized, 13,000 died. Uh, they didn't shut down a popcorn stand. So, I don't know. The, the dynamic is different here, and that's what's scary. And you would pray to God that nobody would want something like this. But the scary, untold, unknown side of it is, is there an agenda going on? And, it's, you know, there has to be some thought put to it. No, I agree. Derek? Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just give two specific examples. Hopefully we can get Derek back. Um, give two specific examples. One, I just heard today on uh, ESPN, which is you know supposedly a sports network, which we all know it's a left-wing political network, you know, presenting to be a, you know, under the guise of a sports network. But uh, Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet, who I think is, is best known for his <laughs> consistently erroneous political, uh, I mean, uh, sports uh, predictions and commentaries, um, but um, it, it issued a statement. Now that's being repeated over all the other media that I was, a lot of the media I was listening to. Well, Kirk Herbstreet said we might lose the, the college football season. We, we They might have to cancel the college football season. Well, my response to that is why even sp- – First of all, speculation means nothing. Why, why even speculate in the first place? Just let's live life day to day and see what happens. But, but you know, to me, that's just an example of the media trying to fl- f- uh, fan f- uh, flames, um, pour gasoline on the fire, present a super negative, um, uh, um, you know, uh, perspective for no reason. And then the other example I want to sh- share, and I will go back to you guys, is the governor of Montana shut the entire state of Montana down, just like Orange County and Seminole and Osceola County are shut down right now. Well, Montana literally had uh, less than a hundred um, cases. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, they're of all the states in the union, they're probably the most equipped not to, they've, they've already got social distancing. They've got the, one of the fourth largest ge- geographical area and one of the smallest populations. So why is the governor of Montana taking the most extreme um, circumstance, you know, uh, you know, draconian response that he can. Well, I, gee, I wonder what party he's a, a member of. And, and I'll let you guess, because the answer is obvious. Anyway, I'll go back to you guys. Let's go back to Derek, since we lost you there for a minute. Yeah, hey, Roger, you're you're uh, dead on. Once again, they're, they're uh, overreacting, taking away some of our rights. If we're following what the recommendations are by the president and the vice president, we should be allowed to operate our businesses to be able to, to uh, work, to take away someone's right to work is to take away someone's constitutional rights. That's what I believe. If we're following all the practices that are required, they're taking away our constitutional rights. And that is why I'm glad you and the people at your radio station are speaking out for the small business and for the people whose voices are small. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're going after the small business, because we don't have a large voice in the community. And also the small businesses are on the forefront of the American economy. The small businesses are what drive the entire American economy. Uh, something like over 90% of our citizens um, are employed by small businesses, not huge corporations, by small businesses. Um, now, let's go back to, to, to Demetrius of Sheila Otter up here. Well, I, I agree with uh, Derek uh, fully. Um, you know, it's a lot of fear-mongering, as the president mentioned, to one of the uh, the journalists the other day, or if you want to call them journalists anymore, um, they, they're usually um, equipped for one narrative and one narrative only. But, you know, it, it was um, sensationalist. Uh, you know, we're, we're pretty intelligent um, people. The people that own businesses, I mean, they didn't get to that point uh, without any sense of intelligence. And I, I agree with Derek. You know, they could have instilled uh, to all those businesses to ramp up our sanitary measures. 
to segregate people in the workplace, to proceed with caution, um, you know, give us some guidelines to take care of the workplace. Like us, we're disinfecting the cars, the steering wheels, the doors, and the doorknobs, the door handles. We're not really coming into uh, uh, close quarters with each other, and we're disinfecting the office before and after every customer leaves. So, you know, I think that's all that was needed. I didn't think we had to have the uh, sky is falling mantra um, that, you know, that this is terrible. And then to use New York as a barometer, I mean, there's, there's more people in New York City than there is in the state of Florida. They're all on top of each other. Uh, and to try to use them as a measuring stick as to how this thing is going to spread and how many people it's going to kill, you know, I, I, I agree to err on the side of caution. But uh, it's just very scary. You don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, there, there's no end in sight right now for us, the small businesses especially. And, uh, and the other side, you know, I mean, they, they point towards socialism. So, I mean, they're happy. Uh, they want to do another stimulus package right away, and they want to, add in all these other things they want. And, uh, you know, this should give some people a bad taste in their mouth of what socialism is. You can't get in your car. You can't go driving. You can't go to work. You can't earn a paycheck. The government will tell you what to do. We'll send you a check. Everything will be okay. Well, it's not really okay for people like us. Great point, Demetrius. And I'll make one quick point, and we'll go to Derek to close it out. We're in, inside our last two minutes. Is that one other big thing I worry about, because we were instructed by our founding fathers, Ben Franklin, to be ever vigilant, you know, maintaining freedom and liberty was going to require uh, eternal vigilance from us, from all of us. And the thing that along those lines within that spirit, one thing that disturbs me is the conditioning aspect of this. You know, people are now being conditioned to take their cues from government. Oh, government tells you not to go outside your home. Okay, I'll stay at home. <laughs> you know, government tells you to shut down your business. Okay, we'll shut down our business. Um, you know, I, I think that there's 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 a conditioning aspect of this that's very very unhealthy. But anyway, we'll go back to Derek. Derek, we got about a minute. Well, Roger, the man, uh, I think you should have small business. Dimitri uh, was perfectly. He's dead on. Small business people have gotten and survived through some tough times. They have some valuable insight, and yes, they affect the whole economy. You mentioned the founders. I love uh, Benjamin Franklin's quote. Uh, I think it says, any society that would give up liberty to gain security will deserve neither and lose both. That's a good way to end it, Roger. Absolutely. I couldn't end better than that. Thank you, Demetrius, for joining us. Thank you to Derek Hicks for joining us earlier. Chris Wester, friends, thank you for joining us today on today's special program. It means more to me than you even know. Have a wonderful day. Well, thank you, and good luck, Derek. Thank you, Demetrius. Good talking to you. Thank you. Thanks, Rod. Yep. And as we close out, I want to thank Jeff, our producer, and give one more shout-out to our to our, um, to our our guest, Demetrius of Chirado Repair. Derek of Thompson Jewelers and Chris Wester of Central Florida Prep. Have a great day.